Welcome to the Shall We Football podcast. I believe that's the, the, the British and Irish flags before the foreground of our background there. The British podcast charity fight club with a bunch of wankers. <laughs> so real quick, um, can someone please explain this this photo? Yeah. Just, just Who is quick. that unit behind the queen? I feel you're our resident royalist, do you know? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like he's preparing to have the queen as a snack, not is it as Winston? a sexual snack. Is it that's Winston the... Churchill's son? No, no I think that's Winston Churchill and his son in one suit. It's the king, the Burger King. That suit is I an think... entire ream of fabric and it's still bursting at the seams. I think he, AJ needs to start again because that does, definitely wasn't a good enough British accent when he said wankers. <laughs> and I don't uh, put on accents, sir. We don't put on airs. That's only for the good guests. Yeah. <laughs> this is a uh, season two episode, some number of, of the Shower Football it's podcast. Uh, right, let's right. meet the guests. I know who it was. I know who it was. It was it was Matt's dad. Ah. Corkle Jones's dad, definitely. Oh, that was his dad. Oh my god. So if you want to find out who we're talking about, check out the YouTube channel. If yeah. not, um, whatever nobody cares ryan god bless your soul yeah uh meet the guests plug city this is what we call it uh, all of these fellows are delightful friends of our podcast we have more and more fun with every guest i'm gonna read as this is and i haven't seen it yet um so whether it's a lie or not it's up to you to decide i have to minimize all you fools uh paul and phil uh they, they set the bar really low for this <laughs> sincerely check out the great content for all these guys they really are awesome phil mick and liam the next man up eagles podcast Andy's from outside the huddle. Callum and Greg are for Brit's Guide to the NFL podcast. Uh, links to social media contributions, websites, and YouTubes will be in the description of this podcast. Okay, we're in a competition today, fellas. We do award points based on your answer to this question. The question is, if your team finishes better than last year, why or how will it happen? For example, the Eagles offensive line stays healthy. Uh, for the Eagles or the, the Giants, Daniel Jones is less shitty. Uh, better means they have a better record or go deeper into the playoffs for the Bucks. That would refer to winning another Super Bowl, uh, which is a pretty high bar to set. For some of y'all's teams, that's a relatively low bar. That's a low bar. Yep. Callum, Phil, Mick, and Liam combined to defend the Eagles. It is based on your argument, not how good your team actually will be or how good we think your team will or won't be. Points are based purely on our whims, mm -hmm. completely subjective. It will be both biased and unfair. <laughs> may or may not be bleeding uh the winner will receive a generous donation to the podcast of or the charity of their choice excuse me uh, multiple winners will have to duel with pool noodles to the death we have those pool noodles provided for you yes we are that kind of podcast we're all inclusive here uh of course everybody attempts the pronunciation game we do love that finally we present the mccorkle award for episode mvp uh fyi for our listeners we do use visual presentations during the show jokes and laughs often related to these presentations for the visual experience go to the youtube page it's worth your time money and effort or mostly, your effort. mostly your money yeah <clears throat> we'll take your money uh gentlemen these are the rules for our podcast we're not here to make friends human decency and puns are not tolerated name calling is expected do not wait until people are done talking to opine my name is ryan and i just refuse to wear underpants <laughs> it's true currently i also don't wear underpants ryan if that helps good for you bud thank you liam i appreciate your solidarity uh keep it brisk i have a tiny baby gavel and i'm not afraid to use it mm -hmm. i do uh, please forward any questions, comments, or complaints to Waste Disposal, Disposal Services, 69 Nice Avenue, Apex, North Carolina, 26683. Uh, no rules, just right. Outback Steakhouse. Not sure if you guys have those uh, in Europe. 
So uh, shall we football, gentlemen? Yeah. Right. I'm in. Uh, I, I have an outback steakhouse, by the way. That seems, um, that seems pretty unanimous. Yeah, the outback steakhouse. Is one, last, one last thing, gentlemen. Yeah, lastly, please keep the riffraff to a minimum. We will now hear testimony about your teams, uh, followed by a, a, a rowdy discussion about this photo of the the artist formerly known as riffraff actually this is the last i, I don't want to talk about riffraff anymore okay Callum, mm. Mick, liam and phil philadelphia eagles how and why will they be better than last year you see the additions and subtract subtractions from the roster um and after this testimony we shall cross-examine who wants to take it off fellas shall i go first you go liam <laughs> right. i'm always ready to talk guys <laughs> How will the Eagles be better than last year? Uh, so for those listening in and who don't know, the additions this year were Devontae Smith, college record-breaking wide receiver. Landon Dickerson had a career-ending injury every single season, but only gave up one um, sack in, I think, his entire college career. Milton Williams, Anthony Harris, Eric Wilson, Ryan Kerrigan. Losses, Carson Wentz. I'm not sure if you'd call that a loss. Uh, Jalen Mills, the Green Goblin, <clears throat> is over in, um, he's playing for the Patriots now. Vinnie Curry, Malik Jackson, Jason Peters, uh, all old. Nikki Roby Coleman didn't really do much. So to answer the question, how will the Eagles be better than last year? I think they're going to be better than last year because, and this is a bit of a cop-out, the O-line is going to be healthy. The Eagles have probably the best offensive line in football. If Yikes, they also that help. is bold. Uh, that, that, that's minus that's minus one for repeating the point and that'll be <laughs> minus two liam because i had to do the first minus one okay. you can say it on show eagles it's allowed on show eagles you just have to sit there and take it whilst we all discuss how great the eagles are so aj just take your medicine just now whilst we talk about how good the eagles are going to be i appreciate I mean, that, that that's a that's plus one point for mick yes thank you uh, I, I think there's three reasons why the Eagles will be better next year. <clears throat> and I'll, I'll do them one by one. One is the O-line is going to be a lot healthier. So the, the offensive line are going to be a lot healthier. Mylada is going to come good. Dillard probably won't make it, but that doesn't matter because Mylada is an absolute stud. We had Brandon Brooks injured last year. Um, we had injuries across the board last year. E Eagles O-line are going to be healthier. They're going to give the quarterback a lot of room in the pocket. Number two. I said quarterback time in the pocket. We don't have Carson Wentz. We have Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is going to be a better quarterback all around than Carson Wentz was last year. Mm. On, the ground, on the ground and through the air. He is a stud. I like his confidence. Hashtag rare breed. Jalen Hurts is going to be, he's going to blow everything away this year. That's plus 1.5 for a hashtag. Thank you. Um, <laughs> number three, we don't have Doug Peterson. Now, I'm saying this not because I don't believe Doug Peterson is a good coach. I'm saying this because the front office was fractured last year. There was no trust between Doug Peterson and Harry Roseman in the front office. There's going to be full support way behind Nick Sirianni. He's a young, ambitious coach. He's going to let the guys play. He's going to let them make calls as well as he's going to make calls. And it's going to be a really fun team this year. No expectations. They're going to go out and they are going to ball this year. Plus three for pronouncing the coach's name correctly. Phil? Yes, yeah, it's, it's a it's a free hit season. I've said that loads of times before. I don't feel any pressure. And I don't think the players or the coaching staff will feel that either. So I think that they go into the season with hopefully, unless this Deshaun Watson thing comes to something, which I really hope it doesn't personally. But uh, I think that I think when the pressure's off, um, when there's no expectations, that's when a team like the Eagles is really going to sort of flourish. Really glad you didn't say soar or fly. So that's plus one points for that. 
Um, Mick Callum. Yeah. Um, the Eagles are going to soar and fly. Gross. Um, minus one point. That's, <laughs> I'd say that's minus one for each adjective. Yeah, two points. I don't give a shit. What about <laughs> if he does the fly Those song? Those are verbs. Oh, yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly. Do I get five points for not putting you through the, the fight song? I'll, I'll, I'll take away uh, five and I'll give you ten because you sang a little and then you stopped. So I We've already have more for bargaining. I love right it. Oh, that's, that's plus 20. Thank <laughs> you, Unfair. Mick. Unfair grading system. That's plus 30 then, Ryan. Callum? Uh, I think Liam nailed it with the <laughs> about um, Siriani. I think we all know that the front office was in complete shambles. Um, but I think a lot of people want to jump on the sort of anti-Howie Roseman bandwagon. I'm not trying to defend him at all, but I think that, you know, he's he's, ne- he's only had back-to-back losing seasons once in his whole career as GM of the Eagles. I think Nick Sirianni and the whole coaching staff revamp uh, with Gannon and Steichen will give a completely fresh outlook. I think, like you said, Liam, um, the play calling, you know, was becoming stale and predictable. Um, and I also do believe that the Eagles do have the, one of the best O-lines and D-lines in the whole league. I think when healthy, and obviously that's a big if, um, but I think there's been some great additions. Milton Williams was a, a standout for me. Um, I think the Eagles go four deep at defensive tackle and end. I think they're looking extremely strong. I think there's been questions over um, the outside corner position, apart from Darius Slay. But I think, um, look, the, the Eagles, I, I think we'll have a, a bounce back season. Uh, I'm not saying they're going to be Super Bowl contenders by any means, but I think um, they, they're going to surprise a few people. And also Liam absolutely agree with the the Jalen Hurts pro um, comments all about the the Jalen Hurts bandwagon all about the Hurts train baby I love that I've got a fourth reason um Jason Peters is not there anymore that's the reason enough I've got first it's a good point yeah Nick Gary isn't Nick, there Nick anymore either hands up say again Nick Gary isn't there anymore either I'll give a plus one to Callum and a plus one to Liam and Mick for talking with their hands. So we will now hear a cross-examination from myself, Andy, Ryan, and Greg. Uh, Ryan, would you like to go first here? I, I would love to go first. I have I have thoughts on it. both sides of the aisle. Um, I, I believe that the Eagles are going to be better than they were last year because it's almost impossible for them to be worse. They went 4-11 and 11 last year. That's plus three. Um, Don't forget that draw against the Bengals. Yeah, excuse me. They did tie. <laughs> uh, yeah, 4 11 and 1. Uh, yeah, they, they can't get much worse. Uh, a reason they're not going to be better, they still have Howie Roseman as their GM. Mm-hmm. He has not selected a Pro Bowler, um, I believe, in the first round of the NFL draft in his entire tenure. Since Churchill, maybe? Potentially since Churchill, or maybe Churchill. Pro Bowl selection is such a fix. It's a boys' club. They just hate the Eagles. <laughs> I give you a plus one to Mick for making a point and pl- and minus one because I disagree with it. <laughs> <laughs> the secondary still has a lot of questions. I am a believer in Jalen Hurts. I saw him in college in person. Kid's a leader. Uh, they love him in the locker room. Got to improve on his on his completion percentage. Got to be more accurate with the football. A little more time with the, a healthy offensive line will help. Will they stay healthy? Probably not. It's just the way the NFL goes. They're going to be able to stay healthy all season long. Probably not. Not with 17 games. Um, four and 11 is a pretty low bar to try and leap over. They might still finish last in the division, but they'll win more than four games. Well, uh, first, that is for Jalen Hurts, just to back up your point. <clears throat> of all the quarterbacks who played last year, Jalen Hurts attempted the most difficult passes per pass of any quarterback in the league. Now, that shows <clears throat> a couple of things. One, he was under pressure because he had no O line protecting him. 
and two, uh, the wide receivers couldn't get couldn't get away from their coverage. And that I think is, that is a plus one for an excellent point and a minus one uh, because the prosecution is now speaking. <laughs> I was also going to say, Liam, just to like back up yours, like I think people get too bogged down with this completion percentage and hammering Hertz's arm, like saying that he's he's not got a strong arm or anything. But I think we could all see from from the games that he played, like he was under instruction to throw the ball away anytime he was under pressure. So I think that inevitably did lower his completion percentage. Um, he also threw for 335 or more yards, at least one TD and 60 rushing touchdowns in back-to-back games, which is not only the, the only QB to have back-to-back games with those numbers, but he's also the only third guy to do it twice in his entire career. So um, I think his arm is is plenty good enough i never said his arm was his arm was weak his arm is is plenty strong i saw it in 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 real life he's got a hose uh he's got to complete more balls so uh, what i'm so with with running quarterbacks i think we've seen that teams prepare much much better the next year that their approach with these quarterbacks the lamar jackson sort of uh sort of feel that said like (laughs) They use him so inappropriately, Jay, uh, Jalen Hurts, that it, I, I, his play can only get better, even if teams are prepared for him. I, th- I think I, I think he, he himself can get better. And then to the point that everyone else brought up, um, the offensive line, if those guys are healthy, not the best, I don't think, but they are significantly better than they were. And they're actually pretty deep, too, at the offensive line. They've got young horses coming on. Uh, Devontae Smith, I think, will immediately make this like a palatable watch for the for the receiving core there palatable watch <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, i may tune in to a few um eagles games uh, in camaraderie of course but also because i love me some Devonte smith uh andy greg will be watching Devonte smith with no pants on and i refuse underwear as well andy greg uh cross-examine uh yeah i want to know well I just want to know what the guys feel about Anthony Harris, but I also want him to tank massively. Mm, um, Anthony Harris, love it. Plus three. He, he was on, we tagged him uh, because we couldn't agree a, a long-term deal with him, paid him 11 million and he went off a cliff. He was atrocious last season. Uh, well, we'd all, we'd all been sucked into the uh, Harrison, Harris and, and uh, Harrison Smith were the best safety duo going and he was shocking. Um, so I don't know what was the is are the Eagles happy to take a punt on him? Mate, you want to take Yeah, I, I don't think we could get any worse to be honest. In our safety position, we had Jalen Mose. Um, at his best, that, that's an all that's an all pro player at his best. But then again, like Andy said, there was a tandem there. Now that they're split up, you're welcome uh, via Notre Dame, a uh, gentleman, and anyone. Um, <laughs> ha- happy to let him go make money in um, in Minnesota, but. Uh, to that point, those guys, uh, you know, he had this atrocious year. I do see a bounce back. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you gentlemen think of this, Greg. I also think that it was sort of a sorry, Greg. Um, I do also think it was a bit of a tough year for everyone. I think I, I think what people, I, I don't know, I don't really take much stock in last year's numbers just because of everything that went on and no preseason and everything like that. I think when you look at his numbers from the year before, I think there's plenty to go on as well. Um, morale gets low when you're getting your dicks kicked in all the time. <laughs> that does do a thing to morale. It it, it does. Does a thing to your dick as well. Yes. It do, it, it's a real bummer. Greg? <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of if, buts and maybes, obviously. Um, I think 
as Ryan mentioned, uh, the depth is going to be crucial with that extra game this year. Uh, and in some key areas, Eagles don't necessarily have great depth. You look at wide receiver, secondary, etc. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the ceiling, sorry, the floor is obviously pretty low, as you mentioned. Um, how many wins they're going to get? Not, not many more than last year, I'd imagine. Um, but as they kind of said, home run year, you've got a free hit year to kind of just go out and play. Obviously, uh, a lot of buzz around hurts, so... Yeah. How many do you reckon, Greg? You said not many more than four last year. Give us, give us your number, buddy. And then before you answer that, realise I'm going to make you a bet after you answer it. Mm, okay. Love the I'll, way go. Uh, I'll go six wins. <laughs> six wins. Okay. I'll let you decide what the bet is, but I will bet you they will get more than six wins, whatever the bet is. You can you name it. Six and 11. Let's, That's the record. Let's, six and let's 11. get this. Let's get this charity involved, gentlemen. We can possibly yeah, we'll do sell that. this off there. Yeah, what yeah. should we say? 50 pounds for a charity? Sounds perfect to me. Let's do it. Lovely. I'm a big fan of this. Nice. I like this. Perfect. All in, all in. Just on Thanks. your point, Greg, you mentioned, you mentioned the depth, and I think it's been mm. mentioned a couple of times. The depth that the Eagles have in the trenches, in the, in the, fight, in the fighting area, in the trenches, of O-line and D-line, is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Apologies for swearing. No, oh, yeah. swearing. No, we don't fucking swear. swear. Swearing is encouraged, actually. And <laughs> um, the, the Eagles have massive depth uh, in D line and the O line. The secondary is definitely the biggest concern. It'd be remiss of me mm-hmm. to say that isn't the biggest concern. That is the definitely biggest concern. I think we were hoping to get a veteran quarterback. Uh, it seems like Waterham is off to jail today, so we might not get him. Uh, he was on, he, he was on the radar, so he said that sucks. Um, mm. yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> Here's Dick. Well, to be fair, we've already got a Dick on the team, and that's Dick Rod, Richard Rogers. Mm-hmm. And also year. Fletcher Cox. There you go. There I don't know if go. anyone has noticed. Uh, has anyone, thank you, Ryan, has anyone else noticed the innuendo on your screen right now? We're above it. We're sorry, yeah. but we're above there. So. Oh. Are, are you? Are you? You're, you're no, in our house no. now, baby, and we are not with your, above with it. Your I'm just long I hadn't noticed it sooner, so I'm Chris just trying to cover up my back. He does need to come back. He's delightful. Yeah. Uh, that is t- that is plus 30 points to Liam for making a swear. <laughs> but it's going to be minus 45 for apologizing. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Callum, if you'd like to join next man up anytime, Callum, we'll, we'll definitely have you on, buddy. You know your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think that if, 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 Jay, if the league hasn't figured out Jalen Hurts yet, and that offensive line stays healthy, and that defensive line remains healthy. If you're good in the trenches and you're good at the quarterback position, I think you can get some shit done in the NFL. This will be. Think, I, go ahead. I think Jalen Hurts is limited to the coach and what they allow him to do. Um, his his brain is an underrated asset. I think he's more of a pocket passer that is an above average runner, more so than being a running quarterback. He he thrives in the pocket. I saw it in Oklahoma. Um, they they run him because they can, and he is a Mack truck um, at, at what, 6'3", 240, walking around as a normal human on everyday life. Uh, those but are, his brain nice numbers. Yeah, they, they allow him, they, they don't allow him to do as much. Um, and I don't know why that is. I think it's disappointing. Gentlemen, we are, we are going to close out the Eagles as I show you what my friend who came to work out took a shower. Uh, Ryan, you'll appreciate this. Uh, this is news anchor hair.
Mm, uh, I didn't that. know they sold this uh, specifically for news anchors or that the rest of us can have news anchor hair. Um, Cedarwood, thick hair. Yeah, how, uh, did you you're get, wondering, how did you get your hands on that? This Those episode were... is sponsored by Duke Cannon Supply Co. Um, yeah. We do. That. <laughs> this isn't this isn't free. FYI. Moving swiftly forwards. Uh, it is time since all of you are Eagles fans. Apparently, uh, we, we have to That's take a break. Smart. Half of you are Eagles fans. Mm -hmm. Whatever. We're going to AJ's closet. You guys shut up for five seconds. Mm -hmm. If, hmm. if you guys didn't know, we did our advertisement reading <laughs> Cuddled in the Dark in AJ's Closet. <laughs> it's not not real good acoustics in my apartment. No. Is that a pig? No, that was, Josh <laughs> that was Josh Allen's like drawing. That was Josh Allen's drawing of the Eagles logo. <laughs> it looks like I'm not, I, uh, <laughs> the, the Bills logo. I'm not Go kidding. That was Josh Allen drew this masterful piece of work. There was a petition to have that put on our helmets next year as well. Didn't get yeah. that far though. Oh, I, I like that as well. I like that I a lot. That. Uh, Greg, mm -hmm. tell us a little bit about why the, the Bills are going to be better uh, with your beautiful mustachioed face. Yeah, uh, that's plus 10. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so I think one of the big things that McDermott and Dable uh, mentioned last year was the speed of the offense. Obviously, we fell to the Chiefs in the championship round um, in the championship game. So their speed on offense was way, way superior to ours. And then bringing in the guys we did in the offseason, Matt Breeder, Marcus Stevenson and a couple of other guys will hopefully bring that along. Um, but one of the most underrated things was keeping the players, especially on defense. So Matt Milano uh, and both coordinators, as I mentioned, Brian Dable and uh, Leslie Frazier as well. Um, so those kind of things will accumulate. Obviously, we had a pretty successful year last year, hoping to take that extra step and get into the Super Bowl. Um, and as you can see on screen, obviously, the additions of Gregory Soane and Carlos Basham will hopefully improve the pass rush a little bit uh, and bring in Stala Tulele back. Uh, he opted out last year, but I think he's a very good run defender. Obviously, we struggled defending the run a lot last year, uh, which is a real shame. So I think him coming back will be a pretty underrated addition as well. So there's no reason why we can't make it to the Super Bowl. It's all fingers crossed. Yeah, he uses mm. Duke's news anchor hair on its face. Mm. Yeah, we got that luscious mm. lip sweater mm. going on. Uh, Greg, I don't disagree with any of your points, to be honest. Um, I don't know if the Bills are going to be better and not because they got worse. I mean, I don't know if they're going to finish mm. with a better record and a better spot in the playoffs because I think other AFC teams got better. Um, yep. the, the Browns got better. Titans got better. The Patriots are back, I think. Not Texas, sure. Texas is back. Texas is always back. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I do 100% agree. Even teams in our division, the Jets and Patriots, both strengthened quite a lot. Um, and yeah, as you say, the Browns are very, very strong. So as you say, it, it's a very tough uh, whole division to be a part of, but I, I don't see why not. I think we're moving in the right direction. Yeah, uh, we've I, done the things that we said that we would. So, Gentlemen, we, 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 will, we, will now hear, we will now hear uh, cross-examination. Yeah, offensive line is concerning to me. They, they were not great. Josh Allen was running for his life all mm -hmm. year, especially in the playoffs. And they brought them all back. I can, God, I cannot get out. Reason. I cannot get out of my head. Josh Allen running for his life against the Steelers and still beating the shit out of them. But he was running. He ran for more yards than they finished with on paper, just side yeah. to side. There's a, there's I never a dull moment. Out of my head. There's never a dull moment when Josh starts scrambling. Um, yeah, as you say, that does concern me a little bit. I think Williams was actually very underrated last year at right tackle. Um, I think it was Jerry Bosa, or it might have been TJ. I think it was TJ Watt actually kept him pretty quiet uh, in the game he played them. So um, obviously there's some concerns. There's definitely a lot more scrambling than we wanted to. Uh, puts me on edge. But yeah, I think bringing those guys back was kind of important. I think as a stopgap anyway. Obviously the cap 
uh, salary cap goes up again next year. Uh, we brought in a couple of pretty good tackles from the draft as well. So a couple of developmental pieces, which I'm quite excited to see, maybe get some snaps, uh, especially with that extra game and people getting tired. So, yeah, I mean, we've got a little bit of better depth, I think, anyway. Yeah, don't, get, don't get too comfortable with Brian Dable back there. That dude's going to get him a head coaching job soon. I was I was very surprised he did, he didn't have more interviews. I think he had one. Uh, yeah. I can't remember where it was. It might be yeah. the Texans, but very surprised. Yeah, Andy, what are your thoughts, my friend? My thoughts are um, first of all, uh, Greg, uh, fuck Stefan Diggs. Um, <laughs> that's that's a plus plus three plus three for shots fired. I, I, I mean, I still love him, but also fuck him. Um, yeah. Talk to me about the. You talked about being poor against the run, but their actual running game. I mean, who the hell is leading that room this year? Yeah, does Matt Breida do enough there? How did that change? Good um, I don't th- I don't think he'll come in a bit of starting back, but I think as a rotational guy, because Zach Moss, who we drafted um, last year, um, he's pretty effective at pounding the rock for a couple of yards. But obviously, Singletary, it's his big year to step up. Um, he'll take the majority of the snaps, I'd imagine, as a running back one. But Breida might have a bit part to play. Antonio Williams played a little bit in the last couple of games, uh, and he had a lot of speed. And I know we sort of played Miami when they didn't really care, but he, he did really, really well there with a bit of speed. So I think it's going to be a lot of chopping and changing. I think we're pass-heavy anyway, um, but we do definitely need to improve the run. So I'd imagine Singletary will take the majority of them. Um, but Moss is pretty impactful as well, especially in the red zone too. Um, Ask Breida, the Steelers when your offensive line air. stinks, it's hard to run the football. Mm. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I think I think it was one of those things like the Buccaneers where pretty much all they had to do was just just rely on their guys getting better and bring everybody back. My concern mm. is in the secondary a little bit, losing uh, Gaines and Norman. Those guys weren't phenomenal anyway. Yeah. They're nowhere near Tredavious White, but uh, these they just kind of needed to stand pat and i mean is this josh allen's is are we looking at the ceiling is there room to grow fellas phil liam michael callum talk to us name names yeah I've got, <laughs> I, I i don't think this is his ceiling but i think is i think it's his ceiling because of the weapons he has i'm just i'm just not sold on the weapons he's thrown to or the weapons he has in the running game obviously you know stefan Diggs aside you know but he, he's gonna be man covered double man coverage pretty much all year. But if you look at their wide receivers, Cole Beasley, yes, he's good. Is he that good? I'm not sure. Gabriel Davis, again. A little on him. Gabe Davis is uh, better than you think, I'd imagine. Uh, so there, there would be a lot <laughs> of fantasy guys that have been on here that would say Gabe Davis is a bye-bye-bye. Yeah. But fan, fantasy points don't don't win games. Yeah, that, that's exactly. what I mean. I'm, look, I'm looking at Devin Singletary, Zach Moss, Matt Brader, Dawson Knox. I do like Dawson Knox. Tommy Sweeney, Jacob Hollister, Diggs, Beasley, Davis. And then I'll look at other teams like the Rams, for example, or the Browns, for example, who are in your division, who've got so many more weapons they can throw to you and they have an awesome running game. I think, I think Allen is one of the best quarterbacks in the division. I think Diggs is one of the best, if not maybe one of the best wide receiver in the division. But I'm not, I just don't see enough outside of that for the Bills to win a Super Bowl. That, that's my concern. I'm going to stir the pot for a second here. Uh, Ertz to the Bills. Does, does that change this narrative? I've, so. I've had tweets about that every day, yeah. That's yeah. been a story every single day, isn't it? Ryan's Ryan's shaking his poorly shaven face. What, what do you have to say, Ryan? Not poorly shaven. Well-kempt. Here for a reason. Kempt? I have a weird-looking <laughs> chin. Uh, 
Zach Ertz is is not the player he used to be. His his brightest and greenest pastures are well behind him. Uh, he is now he's not as good as Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox is a way better tight end right now today. Zach Ertz has had a better career. Dawson Knox is better today. The Jason Witten effect. Jason Witten caught like six balls last year. Yeah, it's not what I mean. I think he's Dawson Knox caught about six as minus, well. He was rubbish. Hey, Phil, Phil, Mick, come minus six points to Ryan. Phil, Mick, come and defend our, come and defend our Earths. Come and come and defend them. Yeah, but we've been saying that he's been gone for for a long while now, and it, I'm still surprised that he's still here. And it's basically because we can't get the right payment for him. So we're kind of stuck defending a player that we expected not to be here. So we're kind of um, Howie Rose, Howie Roseman. He's getting get rid of him because the league but... agrees his best days are behind him. Sad. I like, I a, I like Foxy and Oxy. For Greg, though. Yeah. I do have a question for Greg. And again, <laughs> I want him to be honest with us. Last five, say, Do you feel like last season was an overachievement? Be honest with us. <laughs> an overachievement? Be honest, um, Greg. I'd, I'd say maybe in slightly. Of, in, terms of ahead of, in terms of ahead of time, I think you were on the way up. And I think maybe you had a bit of a better season than you anticipated. I don't think that's an unfair statement. I think maybe it was slightly. I think obviously Alan made another big jump uh, and obviously the trade for Diggs worked out perfectly because he was his go-to guy all year. Um, not not a massive overachievement, I don't think. I think we would have made the playoffs anyway and, and had a decent run of it. Um, obviously getting to the AFC Championship game seemed relatively easy on, on that kind of front. And then as soon as you hit a team like the Chiefs, um, obviously, Browns obviously were knocked up before that as well. But um, playing teams like that is a lot more difficult, I'd imagine. Uh, we played uh, the Ravens and the Colts, I think it was. Um, managed to contain Lamar, which was a big threat, obviously. And, and the Colts kind of breached past them. So I don't think it was a massive overachievement. But I do get what you mean in terms of uh, there's quite a few players playing up and, and things kind of clicked pretty well. We don't necessarily have the best squad on paper, uh, as, as Liam kind of mentioned. So... No, I think I think it was decent. Uh, obviously, slightly better than I expected. And as soon as I, I only, only supported the Bills for two or three years, and when I first started supporting them, we were kind of the underdog, and I loved it. Uh, and now everyone's expecting us to do really well and get to the championship game. So now I'm not so confident because uh, everyone's kind of expecting so much of us. So it's going to be very different for next year. Expectations yeah. are a bitch. <laughs> yeah, Callum, absolutely. What, what what do you think about the pass rush here, Adam Rousseau and Basham? I was going to ask um, Greg about Rousseau because I was pretty surprised when they took him I think um, the the expected pick was the guy from Penn State the um, mm-hmm. uh, I recall having this conversation some weeks ago yeah, my friend I, yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it is it Jason Owe Owe yeah it's Adafu uh, Owe now Adafu Owe yeah yeah, so I think that was the expected pick, but the Rousseau pick was quite surprising. Um, I think he only had one year of decent college tape and his pro day wasn't that impressive. So, um, But I, just to your point, Greg, like, do you think that, the, I mean, when you look at your division and you see the Jets and the Patriots who were very underwhelming last year, do you think they will bounce back? Because I, I think the Jets will still stink. I'm not really a believer in Zach Wilson, but... Um, I think the Patriots might get slightly better, but I, I still think the Bills will dominate. Yeah, no, I I see your point. I do totally expect us to dominate as well. Um, I think the Patriots will be better. As you say, the Jets, they're strengthened in some areas, but their secondary is just absolute pants and it? it's rubbish. Um, so they can still, you know, concede lots and lots of points. Um, I'd imagine the Patriots will be better. That's plus 100, Greg. <laughs> Thanks. I really hope I really wish that Americans would adopt absolute pants as some, saying something is. Garbage, <laughs> I'm going to start it here. I, probably means something else. I adore that. Actually, <laughs> yeah. go go ahead, Greg. 
Um, yeah, so I'd imagine that they would be slightly better with the off-season additions they've had. Uh, the Patriots, obviously, the kind of next contenders, I'd imagine. Uh, I can't really see Tua taking a big step up. Uh, and as you say, the Jets, there's a lot to kind of mould together there. So it could take a little while, especially with Wilson at the helm. So I think it would be slightly tougher this year. But I think the Patriots would be the next team that kind of give us the best game in our division. Uh, quick question. Phil, what colour is your phone? Yes. Oh, is it red? It seemed like a lightish. It seemed like a closer to a pink, which is respectable. And I would give plus points if it was pink. But if it's red, I'm not I'm not going to go there. Damn it. I'll put it away. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Nobody's talking about the Dolphins, Greg. Nobody's talking about the Dolphins. It seems like there's nah. an unspoken consensus Don't that two is, two is not going to take another step. Is, is, <laughs> does anyone disagree with that? It seems like that's what's going around right now. My uh, my brother does. He's a big Dolphins fan. But um yeah, no, I, I keep telling him that I don't, I don't see it. I can't Andy, see it happening. Andy, what do you got? Obviously help. Uh, well, I wanted to ask um, about that crazy fucker. I forgot his name. Cole Beasley. He's, he's mm. crazy. Um, yeah. Crazy fuck, yeah. <laughs> you do want a little crazy in your slot receiver. That's a yeah. lot of head trauma on a regular basis. I had a lot of respect for him when he played with like a broken leg or whatever it was last season. Mm. Uh, but yeah. obviously those comments in the off season, it's kind of died down, Greg, is... I don't know necessarily because obviously they've given the players uh, and the staff the kind of requirements uh, of what vaccinated and non-vaccinated players will be able to do. So um, obviously if he takes that stance and decides not to get vaccinated, he'll be very limited in who he can go uh, and sit with and train with, etc. So I think it's less of an issue at the minute. As soon as they start the full practice, the pre-season prep, uh, obviously the pre-season games start in, what is it, two or three weeks, something like that. Um, so there may be differences coming up then where he's training uh, with, with a select trainer so kind of on his own sort of thing. Um, but yeah, I, think, I haven't, haven't seen too much on it, obviously, since his big outburst. But um, yeah, he's, he's a crazy guy. Isn't he? Yeah, he is very amazing. passionate about not spreading mm. chicken pox, which is I, I really, really respect him for that. Uh, let's <laughs> let's move forward. You're up, Andy. Ryan. Mm. The Minnesota Vikings, the fighting Kirk Cousins. How and why will the Vikings be better than last year? You like that? Mm. I do. I do like that. Uh, well, for times last year, we couldn't have been any worse. So it's an e- there's an easy answer. We, we will. It's not hard to be better than how we were last year. Um, last year was a, was a bit of a mess, uh, particularly the start of the season. We took a gamble. We shipped out some older heads in the defensive side of the game. And then obviously we lost the ability to have a normal preseason. We lost the camp for the rookies coming in. Uh, and that just showed we got torched uh, early, early doors. So I'm confident that we saw enough from the likes of the, the rookie defensive players that we had back end of the season to say that they've made quite a, quite a progression and they should do again. I think we've had a really, really good off season. Um, the free agency was brilliant and the draft, we we nailed the draft. That seems to be the consensus. And it looks like we've kind of gone all in, to be honest. Uh, there's a few people asking questions about Zimmer, maybe um, whether it's time to make a change there, but they've given him the defence that he craves or as, as good as they can. Uh, and the offence last year, we showed we can score enough points to win, to win games against a lot of teams. We just conceded far too many. So... Uh, I'm all in again. I'm ready to get hurt. Love that. I love the vulnerability involved there. Yeah, that's a, uh, that, that's at least a plus seven and a half and yeah. ten pending how I feel. 
How are you feeling about Patrick Peterson? I love Patrick Peterson. Mm-hmm. And I think he's washed. That is Charles Woodson track right there. A little bit of Pro Bowl safety late in the career, maybe? I would hope that they would move him to safety. Yeah, there's no denying he's kind of had his, his, his best days behind him. But I think it's it's not only what he it's not only his ability, but we needed some leadership back there. Uh, we, we have got a lot of young guys vying for positions back there. I think, yeah, move, move him, move him around a bit. And um, he may not play every snap, but his experience is going to be big. When I went through and did the additions and losses here, I was shocked mm-hmm. how much the Vikings brought in this mm-hmm. year, including I mean, Surratt could make an immediate impact. Wyatt yeah. Davis could come in. The guards are not as strong as the tackles in the center. Uh, you're welcome for Bradbury. I'm down here in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh, attending North Carolina State University. Go Pack. Uh, with the losses, um, Reef, whatever, Harris. This It's a little bit of whatever for the losses, yeah. and I love the additions here. They were really tough to place, the Vikings were. So, gentlemen, we will now hear uh, cross-examination. Phil, Liam, Mick, Greg, Callum. When? Jesus. Oh, sorry, on you go, Phil. Yeah, I've, I've got a really mundane question, probably. But is the confidence that you're now showing, Andy, directly or indirectly linked to the situation in Green Bay? Plus two, Phil. Mm, well, good question. Good question. Um, no, I think it would have been a lot closer, uh, even if even if Rogers stays. To be honest, um, I forgot to mention there, Daniil Hunter's back and fit as well, which he missed the entire season last mm-hmm. year. So that that's massive. That's huge. Um, you know, we spanked them on their own turf as well with a pretty banged up team. So I, I went into last season outrageously confident. So we've got a better team now. So fuck Rogers. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm. But, but also mm. if he never plays again, I'm really okay with that. Mm. Did you just want, want what's best for Aaron Rodgers and his mental health? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That, that's that's charitable of you. If he, yeah, I but, think he he needs he's happy enough just playing golf. Look at him; yeah. he's loving just playing golf with his. Pals. He seemed like he loved Hawaii. Yeah, he's out there hitting 400 yard bombs in Montana, <laughs> just goading Tom Brady, getting getting shit housed. Yeah, Andy, I've got uh, I've got I've got a question for you. Um, well, actually, I'm going to make a statement first, uh, which probably doesn't help our calls to win. I actually think the Vikings look seriously good next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the additions they've made, Jefferson and Thielen, I'm huge fans. I've, I've always been a massive fan of Thielen. I don't think he's slowing down, even though he's 30. I think he's, he's still going to have one or two really, really good years. Uh, I think he was in the top five or six for receiving touchdowns last year. And then you throw in Jefferson, who broke all sorts of records last year. And the additions you've made are definitely going to make you better. Hopefully the, the loss of uh, Harris and Wilson will make us a little bit better, but we'll, we'll see about that. My only concern is at QB. I feel like Kirk Cousins has this mental block in his head, this ability to continue the good form, the ability to continue to be that level of player. And that, that's my only concern is, has he got enough, do you think, Andy, to, to drive you guys for a Super Bowl run. The analytics love Kirk Cousins, by the way. Kirk Cousins is like mm. a statistically number seven quarterback in the league, and nobody mm. gives him credit. I <laughs> am one of those people. I hate Kirk Ryan Cousins. is one of those people, <laughs> sincerely. Yeah, when, when is the Senior Bowl MVP, Kellen Mond, going to come in? Mm, well. Kellen Mond, bring in the Aggie. Uh, Week three. Give me uh, um, K- 
Kirk, uh, you know, I, I will defend Kirk because he, he pisses me off at times. But to be honest, to answer the question, Liam, this is the season. If he can't do it with the line he's got now, with the talent he's got around him, then he isn't that bloke and we'll have the answer and it'll, you know, it'll speed up the process of moving on from him. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he is really weird. Statistics, you know, you could you could spout them all day about his top this top 10 for this, top five for that. He's, he, he had a good season last year, considering he spent most of it on his back. Um, you know, he was just getting, he was getting pummeled and he still did a pretty admirable job. So this is it. Again, they've gone all in on him. It's, it's shit or get off, as we say. He got sacked 39 times last year. Statistically, though, maybe his best season through for almost 4,300 yards, 35 touchdowns, only 13 picks, 68% completion. Uh, Kirk Cousins is actually good, and in my brain, I still think Kirk Cousins stinks. Yeah, I feel the same. I, I really, I really, I shouldn't say this, but <clears throat> I actually hope the Vikings do well next year because I think if they don't do well next year, I think they might have missed the boat. Yeah, yeah. With with the age of the squad that we've put together, um, there's going to be if it if it goes to shit this time, there's going to be a massive uh, rebuild on the cards again. Um, I think the with Cousins closing, you know, he's just a th- for for the neutral. He's a thoroughly unlikable guy because he's sinfully boring. Um, <laughs> plus thirty, plus thirty. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, he's also just a nice guy, isn't he? Yeah. And people don't like nice. They don't. No, I don't like nice. I want my quarterback to be a dickhead. Hey, he's not that nice. He didn't. He, he hasn't got the vaccine. Come to, come to no, Pittsburgh. he hasn't. He hasn't. I, I want to see him turn up for press conferences. Wearing something like Cam Newton would wear. Yeah. Let's let's you know shake it up. Yeah. I, I would love for him to do a press conference in just socks. <laughs> Completely nude. Callum, Mick, do you have any thoughts uh, on that got, or anything of substance? I've got a question to you, Andy, about your defense and hmm. sort of Eric Wilson and Anthony Harrison, you know, because I think the Eagles have been lacking any sort of decent linebackers for the last couple of years. And I think Eric Wilson has been touted as been a, a solid fill in there so I think what what sort of things could we expect from you know obviously Mike Zimmer had a bit of a disappointing year defensively um, mm. obviously Jonathan Gannon our defensive coordinator learned under him at, um, in Atlanta so what sort of things could you would we expect from Mike Zimmer's defensive like philosophies <sighs> hmm. I mean Mike Zimmer there's the thing that he gets he gets hammered for is his just love of cornerbacks he just loves mm-hmm. cornerbacks. If he could draft a cornerback in every round, he would take one for sure. Um, he's he's got a lot of work to do definitely this time around, and uh, it's a shame that we've moved on from our offensive coordinator because it, had we had some continuity there, I think we were in a position where Zimmer could have just focused almost entirely on the defensive side of the game um, with the player calling. Wilson, I, I don't mind Wilson. Uh, we've also, there's a further addition on there, uh, Nick Vigil came in as well uh, as an additional linebacker. So, and I think we've also got vastly underrated Eric Kendricks in the mix as well. Oh, That's what I was going to mention, yeah. Definitely. Kendricks, Barr, love that. Uh, I didn't put Nick Vigil on there because he really wasn't wanted all the other places yeah. that he and, was. And I just, again, it's the same point that I made earlier with Zimmer is... When he comes under pressure, it's because of, of the defensive side of the game and that because people, that's his bag. That's what he prides himself on. And again, if it's not right this time, it's going to be hard for him to get to get out from under it, even though he did sign a fairly lucrative 
extension. So it, it really is crucial season for him to get that right. What you said about Kirk Cousins Andy. being painfully, sinfully boring, it extends to the rest of that franchise, I think. Their head coach, Mike Zimmer, is also painfully, <laughs> sinfully boring. Terrible. There's nobody on that team with real personality except Justin Jefferson. And mm. I think that maybe his second year in the league, mm. um, he, he could bring a little bit of notoriety, I guess. Nobody talks about the Vikings. Nobody thinks mm. about the Vikings. The stadium's pretty good. Their stadium is pretty awesome. For the Their horror. stadium is really awesome. Minneapolis is an awesome town. Um, but oh, running back's Jefferson, pretty good as well. Dalvin Cook is okay. Um, <laughs> but but he's but he's he does he's not Jeff. outspoken. They need a guy yeah. like Justin Jefferson who speaks well and speaks his mind and to just to bring some eyeballs to that to that team because mm. I do think they're going to be better than last year. He's a he's a post. You know what brings eyeballs to a team? Scandal. Super Bowls. Oh. That's what brings them. Scandal. He's- Scan Cole well, Beasley. Four season away from a draft to the uh, to the Detroit Lions. Let's put it that way. Yes. <laughs> Cycle through. Just just get through recycled quarterback after recycled. We, we did draft somebody who was a dual. He's a tight end and a punter. That was like the most bizarre draft pick we made. That, that's plus fifteen. I <laughs> and, he's, I and he's like that. ridiculously handsome as well. Just to add a home plus fifteen again. Slight on that. Plus another 15. This is a great line. I, I, I love this, Andy. So one last question here. How quickly does this offensive line improve with Derisaw? When can we oh, see those results? I, it, it does make me wince a little bit because people are just expecting miracles and the additions are young. and They're just, you know, you don't get the time that you need. So uh, pretty quick, 17 and 0. Love that. Plus love 100. That. Plus yeah. 100. Confidence is key. Yes. <laughs> so I uh, clearly didn't get a chance to switch this one over. Um, so we're going to figure it out as we go, Ooh, right? I like this. Um, we have we have names assigned to people. They are the same names if you have appeared on our podcast before. Let's see how good your recall is. Uh, these are words Evan can't say. Uh, Evan is AJ's former roommate. God rest his soul. He is still alive. He's not, he's, um, he's not but dead. He, he just lives 100 miles away now. Um, it's also not true. Whatever. <laughs> he really travels a hundred miles round trip every day to work. Sorry, just just that's an aside. Uh, let's start with Callum, uh, Clemson quarterback, future number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. There will be no How argument do you pronounce there. This young man's name, number five in our hearts. Callum, you've been here before, my friend. <laughs> go with Evans first. Say again. Can I go with Evans' pronunciation? Yeah. yeah. Yes. E- Evan. Yes. Oh, yeah. Is absolutely. It, um, DJ. Ungoliate oh, or something. Yeah. That's there actually not bad. It's DJ Ungoliate. Yeah, exactly. That's how Evan pronounces, Evan pronounces it. But you actually it. almost nailed it with Ui Ungolale. <laughs> so top top marks uh, plus uh, three and a half. Yeah, well done. The next for Greg, sir. He uh, I mean, now plays for the Saints, once played for the Kansas City Chiefs. I believe he was on their Super Bowl team two years ago. Mm-hmm. This looks like a really got, good hand in Scrabble. Ring. Uh, yes. I think it's Tano Passanon. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Something pretty similar. Pretty good. The, the, <laughs> yeah, we miss The K is in the there. It's the K. It's Capasignon. Yeah. Oh, it is oh, in there. Sounds, oh, okay. sounds so delicious. Yeah, it is. Uh, this we, we are not above backup tight ends. It is if his name is just all kinds of fucked up. Uh, this one's for Paul. It's a nice name. I don't think it's fucked up. It's just it's difficult to pronounce. You know, I got uh, tied in for the Broncos. Paul is not here. Um, 
I'm Andy. Uh, pick up the slack, my friend. Oh, okay. Oh, the shit house. Oh, it's Albus. Albus. Uh, Nailed that one. Uh, Albus Dumbledore. Okay. Yes. Okay. Something like Albert Awkward Boonham. <laughs> awkward awkward oh. Boonham. I like Did you it. say Awkward Boner? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Albert Awkward Boner. I currently yeah. have an Albert Awkward Boner. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ryan, what's his actual name? It is Albert Oquegbana. Henceforth <laughs> known as Albert, Albert Awkward, Awkward Boner. Boner. Mick, you have <laughs> you have cemented a place. Here. I hope he becomes a pro bowler. Oh shit. <laughs> uh, I see Andy is now prepping uh for the next one, I believe, here. Um carry the load again. This is an edge rusher for the New York football giants. What's his name, Andy? Has Andy played this game before? No, no. And we are throwing him in the fire Good. with gasoline. We know, uh, we know Phil has played the game. Is that gasoline you meant to say? Gasoline. <laughs> Ocean Zimenez. Uh, uh, Zimenez that Duda. That's not bad. That's not bad. Shimenez out of Old Dominion. Ocean Shimenez. Mm. Never heard. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> I, I, the next one, I'm pretty sure we talked about on our pod. So if I get this wrong, I should be shot. Mm. Mm. This is the first round cornerback for the Miami Dolphins, part of that amazing secondary. Andy. Mm. I'm going <laughs> to go. See, I, I probably did get it wrong on our pod, but nobody knew any difference. So they just kind of went, oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go with Noah Igbinahin. Mm, yeah. Noah Igbenahid. Not correct. No dice. Ah. No dice. Ryan? It is Noah Igbenagani. I know oh. saying. Just, just say it once, Andy. It actually feels really nice. It's, it does. It's, it's round and I was compartmentalized. Going, I was going yeah, with say it G. like you're talking to a lover. Yeah. The G being silent. <laughs> I made the same mistake when my first appearance, and it's not for too bad. Yeah. <laughs> I love this game. Uh, Ryan? Uh, next is a uh, special teams darling for the New England Patriots. He went to Bemidji State College. Where did he go? Bemidji State. It is somewhere in like Montana or Fucking something. powerhouse. Yeah. Not think... sure they're affiliated with any sort of organized collegiate football. I think I got this one. Is it, Gunnar Ols- is it Gunnar Olseski? Pretty close. Hey, all right. That's plus like one, one and a quarter. That's yeah, not we'll my give, favorite we'll pronunciation of fives. Uh, and how, what what is what does Evan call it, Ryan? Evan calls him Gunner Olshitsky because <laughs> he forgot how to say it halfway through. He's not wrong. He's an audiobook guy. He doesn't know how to read real words. Yeah, he doesn't read good. <laughs> this is AJ's favorite because it also rolls beautifully off the top. Mm. Mr. Phil, Donnelly, take it away. This sir. one's this one's for you. Uh, this one's uh, it's got some delicious round syllables. Uh, really, just hefty, hefty gentleman in in this name. This is Navy's Navy's head coach. Awesome dude and a pain in me and Mick's ass. Play Notre Dame every year, and we always end up with one to three injured players. What's his name, Phil? Uh, Navy guy for a Navy guy, like the mm-hmm. guys. Yeah. Mm. His <laughs> name plus <laughs> plus twenty five for nailing the. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so I'm going with uh, K 
and Nui Matalolo. I'll give it. I'll say yes. I'll say yes. Big uh, top marks. Top marks. Ryan, do you have any thoughts about that? Uh, I, I believe Phil's was the episode where you misspelled Ken Niamatololo's name. So uh, yeah. all the marks for that. That's plus 36. That's yeah. a really, it's a solid number. And the rest. Well and the rest, AJ. Don't be Niamatololo. <laughs> I got 1.5 points. <laughs> you got one. You, you got one and a quarter. Yeah, you got one. You got one point two five two. Yeah, <laughs> it's going down by the second inch. Entirely subjective and biased. That's what we warned you about. We promised that, and we're delivering. Yeah. I'll take minus ten for complaining. Yeah, I, I love that. That's plus ten to counteract that for saying that. I love it. We appreciate accountability on this show. Yeah, we do. Uh, Mick, it's your turn. This is a. Oklahoma Sooners linebacker. Not sure if he's good enough to eventually play in the NFL. No idea. But Ryan suggested him. And um, yeah, so Mick. Third guy. He's got a great name. Yeah. David. Fantastic fella. Oguebu. Oh, Pretty yeah. close. That's, 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 that's damn fine. Yeah. Oguegbu. Oguegbu. So uh, here's, <laughs> here's something. The same there. G may have been styled. That G is still there. Don't be stingy with the G. <laughs> we all know what the Respect last the one G. is. Respect the yep. G. Respect the G. How many of us have our uh, real G's move in silence like lasagna? Yep. Phil is holding it up. Yeah. So everyone take a look. That is the name of one human who kicks for the Houston Texans. Not that it matters very much who kicks there, but he has a very, very long name and they are still writing his birth certificate. Yep. And you, you ever get a that? chance to go to the Wikipedia machine? Just, you know, you don't even need to see the actual letters, but instead just how long it is. That's sort of what we're going for. Yeah, I've got a, it's a friend, friend in the UK whose second name is that. She's a very close friend of mine. So I reckon I've got the second name down. Not that I'm guessing. I have no idea on the first. Mm, it, well, it, it's Kaimi is is what he goes by. But his, his given I think it's like a, name. It looks like a Welsh town. I think it's Fairbairn. <laughs> it is Fairbairn. It is Fairbairn. Yeah. Uh, if you oh, go to the Wikipedia machine. And, you need to and, go to Wikipedia, my friend. Yeah, look up his real mm. name. Everyone, oh, everyone, please, please address your second monitors and type this into the Wikipedias. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I he's definitely the over the word count with that first yeah. name. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. he can't tweet his name. No, but mine was long. And now we pause for stations oh, to wow. identify themselves. Oh, yeah, there it was. <laughs> there it, it is. We got one wow. <laughs> Liam, you want to give it a go? I'll give it a go. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that his first name is actually John. Yeah, my first name is John. <laughs> Lost yeah. in all this is that his John first Christian. name is John. Yeah, it's John Christian. So, oh, hang on. We've got cats attacking my fiance in the background. Um, yeah. I'm going to go Kai Inu. <laughs> Kai Inu. <laughs> Let me start again. Let's go. Kai Inu Maka Aikiwakumupa. Every syllable. It sounds convincing. Every syllable was drop dead sounds about right. perfect. Yeah. Well done, it Liam. Great. It sounds well really done, good. Liam. Yeah, our McCorkle Award now. Hey, okay. All of you. Yay, that's it's Phil. That's Mick. That's Liam. That's Callum. Biased, I'm not sharing Andy, nobody. You're sharing it. God damn it. It's all a tie. We're going to see Congratulations, gentlemen. And congratulations to the winner of tonight's unit. episode. Tonight's competition is everybody. We're going to make a donation yep. to each podcast's chosen charity. 
and we'll get that taken care of after this. But thank you, so everyone. Much. And um, big thank you to Phil and our friend Paul for introducing us to you fine degenerates in the NFL UK community and bringing us into their charity league many moons ago. Phil, go ahead and plug the league. Tell everyone what, what, what we're working with. Uh, yeah, no worries. Before I, before I plug the league, let's just have a little moment of silence for, for Colts sheer surprise and uh destroy emotion <laughs> of having to draft uh, fyi uh this is for greg and callum we uh i did not tell colt and then sold our first round pick to charity um and we said we would take mccorkle jones in the first round mm-hmm. uh i did this with about 20 minutes before the draft didn't tell him He's the only one who has access to our little draft machine. Uh, I had to get in contact with him quickly while he was at work. He's a chef and has no time for such nonsense. Mm. Uh, and the guys at um, Dynasty Drought, awesome fellas. Um, they obliged and donated to um, Healing Transitions of Raleigh, North Carolina. So a quick round of applause and a shout out That's to brilliant. those gentlemen. It's fucking awesome. I'm not, I'm not sure they'll appreciate being called Dynasty Drought, but it's probably me. That made me proper chuckle. That's what they're called, But yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, so it's probably the only league that you're going to see this year where McCorkle Jones goes number four overall in the Dynasty, uh, not Dynasty, uh, redraft fantasy league. And um, it raised $100 for your chosen charity. So um, worth it. Snaps. Worth it. Snaps. Dynasty Drought. <laughs> If you, if you if you want a real chuckle, I suggest you check out the third and goal um, podcast where they did, which they did live, and just for the sheer panic for about five minutes while they tried to make heads or tails about what the hell had just happened, because um, they were taking it super seriously, and and that completely threw all their all their charts and graphs way out of the window. But well, we um, live yeah, to serve. Yeah. Um, on top of that, the Russian fumble auctioned off every one of their picks, and true to their word, allowed um, big a- snaps for them. <laughs> complete strangers to draft them if you you know if you check out um the, my well my twitter or any of the guys twitter pages you'll be able to see the post that i did of the draft board and you'll tell them prove that they're that i'm not lying and they were they had jared goff yeah literally Tebow. the shittiest draft i've seen in my my short life <laughs> they started off with jared goff and it went rapidly downhill after that mm-hmm. i don't think they um have got much of a hope and i've made a separate yeah. 50 pound bet with them to if they actually get one win this season, I will I'll donate personally fifty pounds to their yeah. charity because I, just, I th- probably because I don't think it's going to happen, so I'll probably end up having to do it out of anyway. I think Randy Moss and TJ, who's your mama, made it on to the bottom uh, rounds for them. Love that, also, can I, Thomas. Can, can I just say also, by the by, by the way, like if you guys win with McCorkle Jones as your quarterback, I think that's an extra that's an extra wager, that's an extra charity venture. We need to. We need to explore from the guys who, who made that. If you still win, that those guys will donate some more money, I reckon. Oh, yeah. Cold did tremendously well to recover from that <laughs> severe speed bump. I'll be delighted but to hear that. To to to, so, to 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 answer properly, it's case of it's it's a it's a charity league that I set up. I know there are many out there. This was more one aimed at trying to get groups of people who are gonna argue and do crazy shit to get together to do a draft put some money in a pot, hopefully win some money for charity. And it's turned into something far, far bigger, as you guys have probably listened to so far, is that um, there are wages going on all across the board. And that's the main thing, what it's, it was set up for, is to raise awareness and um, and hopefully some money. And I think um, uh, teams like the Russian Fumble have actually raised more than the prize fund that they could possibly win anyway. So if, who's the real winners here? Um, I'll, leave that, I'll leave that to you guys. Yep. Big, big claps for Phil. 
Big claps yeah. for Phil. Thank you, Phil. Absolutely wonderful. And a huge thanks to Phil, Liam, Mick, Andy, Callum, Greg. Thank you for joining Thank us tonight. Clap, Ryan. I'm fucking watching you this time. All right. I must plug- say that my girlfriend also did not believe me when I said that that word is pronounced draft. Um, so AJ, AJ, kudos, condolences, whatever you, you need to make yourself feel better. Thanks, bud. Now and I'll also, sleep. Ryan, before, I'll before, sleep before, at night. Before, we, before we do go, like, there's a lot of different outfits behind you. Yes. <clears throat> and I feel, I feel like that's your moonlighting outfits behind yeah. you. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, the dinosaur print really brings out my eyes. Uh, and the brassiers give me the extra heft that I need. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Plug the pods, gentlemen. Phil, you're up. Next man on pod, only UK Eagles pod out there. Enough said, really. If you if you love the Eagles, check it out. If you hate them, listen in to hear us be absolutely distraught with how terrible they have been over the last few seasons and probably will be this season again. They are, great, these are great not long-suffering shit. Eagles fans. These are short-suffering, soon-to-be future long-suffering Eagles fans. Great hey, shit. I got seven we years. The pod. I got seven years. Oh, All congratulations right. on seven years, Liam. All right. <laughs> congratulations. Okay. Love the pod. It's absolutely amazing. Fabulous work, fellas. Andy, what do you got? Tell us about it. Yeah, I'm one third of a podcast called Outside the Huddle. You can find us on Twitter at Outside underscore the Huddle. We're a generalist podcast, uh, so we don't show any bias, hopefully, to any one particular team. We do give shit to some teams more than others. Eagles. You should invest. You should invest in a little more bias. It is so much fun. Mm. Fabulous work they do over there as well. Love that. Callum, Greg, talk to us. Name names. What do you got? Uh, me and Greg do the um, Brits Guide to the NFL podcast um, at Brits Guide NFL on Twitter. We basically chat a load of shit about the NFL. Um, we started doing a bit of a news um episodes where we just go through the latest news and stuff there is probably a lot of bias in there and yes oh bring a lot of um daniel jones hitting going on so um Mm. yeah i don't know if you want to say any more greg no that's that's all as i said callum's wrapped up perfectly there's a lot of uh talk going on about what's going on at the the minute in the nfl just trying to get people interested in the uk so Check us out on Twitter and uh, shout yeah, out to the boys us. for referencing Drew Locke's incredibly punchable face. Yeah, well done, fellas. Well done. <laughs> God, it's so punchable. It's so punchable. Yeah, so oh, big yeah. shout outs. We, um, we'll have to make a list of five. Oh, that'd be great. I the most punchable faces in the NFL. Yeah, we'll get a list sorted. Who will yeah. then like beat our asses? If yeah, I will be. I'll be happy them. to come on your podcast and discuss punchable faces. Ryan is oh, an expert in punchable faces. I am. Mm-hmm. I am. So thank you uh, for our returning guests and our new guests. Ryan, do the clapping thing again, for fuck's sake. You guys don't have to do it. Don't worry. But Ryan, I told you. I have to be told multiple times to do things. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to the Shall We Football podcast. Please subscribe to our rich mahogany smelling podcast on any and all platforms, Apple, Spotify, Google, etc. Leave us a five-star review if you do so, please. Or, yeah, you know, just please no, do, do it. it. Don't yeah. give them. Yeah, definitely do that wherever you listen. Uh, or else, whatever. Every episode of the Shower Football Podcast also available in its full visual glory on the YouTube. So like, comment, subscribe, press the notification bell for alerts every time we upload. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at SWF underscore podcast. Texas is Texas is back, baby. Enjoy the open championship, gentlemen.